<laughs> hey everyone, I'm Scott Cunningham, aka Scotty Business, and today we're here with um, with Ali Kassem. I don't want to mispronounce your name. Is that is that is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Awesome. And he is the director of product at One Ledger. Um, if you want to just start off by introducing yourself and giving everyone a little bit of an introduction, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So like you mentioned, I'm Alexander, director of product at One Launcher. Um, I've been in product management for over 12, like over 10 years, um, done product management for several different startups, but also been a product manager at Oracle. I uh, done extensive work in the marketing space, specifically marketing software space. Um, I think about early last year, got into early 2018, got into the blockchain industry where we built an application on top of blockchain at a previous startup that I was at. Uh, the idea there was to build um, an application that allowed end users to sell their data directly to brands, going against the grain of these um, massive conglomerates that are uh, aggregating data um, and moving towards where you, you as a personal individual own your own data and have rights over your data where you can actually sell it um, to who you see fit and allow the brands that you want, you see fit using your information. Uh, did that over Ethereum's blockchain. Uh, shortly after that, I moved to OneLedger where today we're actually building an interoperable blockchain um, and moving that forward. So it was a great experience all around um, and an amazing company to be at right now. That's awesome. So you're you're a real blockchain pioneer. How long have you been in the space? Uh, so, so early last year, so early 2018. So not okay. too long, but very much along the lines of um, uh, being completely dedicated to blockchain space right now. Yeah, I mean, sounds like even for that short amount of time, you've really uh, packed in a bunch of experience, no doubt. Um, so, so what does your day look like now? Like, what is it? What is your average day to day when you're working at One Ledger look like? Sure. So, I manage uh, I manage the entire product product portfolio, which means that I have ownership over the entire roadmap, uh, where we're going, what initiatives we take on, both in the public sector and in the private sector. So, everything that we're doing on um, on creating um, the blockchain, doing the interoperability layer, uh, building the wallet, um, whatever we're doing on the explorer side and giving like uh, the, the analytics on that front, um, as well as what we're doing on the enterprise side with talking to customers with regards to supply chain, real estate, uh, gaming platforms, finance, and so on. Um, so it's a, it's a mix of a bunch of different things, being very, very uh, collaborative with the team, but simultaneously also getting to be innovative um, in a very, very new and trendy space. So it's pretty cool. And the day-to-days, um, a lot has to do with working with development, um, kind of strategizing around what, we are, what we're building next and why, prioritizing that. And then speaking to customers, uh, working with sales, um, working with partnerships. Uh, so it's, 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 it's quite a bit, actually. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, with that being said, um, can you give us a brief introdu- introduction to OneLedger just for the people who don't know anything about it? For sure. So uh, OneLedger is, uh, right now we're taglining around blockchain for business. Our, our, our initial uh, company started at June of last year where um, the founders positioned a white paper to to um, facilitate a blockchain in that had uh, the capabilities of intera- uh, interconnecting multiple blockchains, so really solving the interoperability problem. Um, from there, we launched uh, a testnet in December of last year. So I was fortunate enough to be on board by October of last year, where uh, I set in course uh, the actual pro- uh, uh, project plan to push us forward into a testnet. We launched our testnet in December of last year, which included uh, a full-fledged blockchain with uh, with um, a transaction layer, layer sitting on top of Tendermint, which is your consensus layer uh, from uh, from Cosmos. 
And then um, we also built a Blockchain Explorer, uh, a smart contract uh, OLVM, which was using JavaScript. Um, from there, then, we started kind of refining our work. We actually did a lot of load testing throughout the first quarter of this year. Uh, we, uh, we were able to uh, reach 4,000 TPS uh, on our load testing, for, uh, load testing results. And then finally, from there, we actually went uh, went to the point where we're now able to release uh, a block, uh, sorry, a private blockchain to any customer. Um, we also have the, we are also listed on Google Cloud, so we got our image of our servers on Google Cloud, so anybody can come in and test and connect to our our test net, which is called Kronos. Um, and then in addition to that, we actually released our one wallet just last week in beta. So quite a bit of work that we've done on one ledger side. Um, essentially, to your question, we are focused on interoperability. So as part of our main net, when we go live at the end of this year, interoperability will be one of the uh, key uh, use cases that we're going after. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for someone who's watching who maybe is just learning about blockchain, really n doesn't know much about the space, can you do a very brief like summary of what one ledger would be to someone who just really doesn't know very much but uh wants to understand if it, if, if you know a little the technical things might fly by them a little yeah for sure so um in, in a lot of use cases the way i describe uh blockchain it's really a distributed database system right and so thinking about it um from from that perspective kind of gives people an idea because they're familiar with databases and the understanding of databases um and being able to take that that database and distributed around the world. That way, um, it's uh, replicated. All the entire data set is replicated across multiple servers around the world, where nobody actually has ownership of the information. Um, they just ha can read and write to it. So, really, it's a technology infrastructure that can have applications built on top of it, and gives you the security of trusting a technology rather than trusting individuals or organizations on the data that's provided. And that's kind of kind of the vision. And then, if you're thinking about one ledger and how it plays a part in that, is you have multiple different blockchain systems like EOS, um, uh, uh, sorry, Ethereum, Bitcoin, Stellar, and so on. Uh, we want to be able to create a, a connectivity layer across where all of these different blockchains can speak to each other and can transact very quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, you, you talked a little bit about these, but can you go over some of the technology milestones that you guys have uh, achieved so far? Yeah, so like I said, we, we, we launched our testnet in uh, December 2018. Um, that was really, it was it was kind of like a command line interface. So you're really seeing like a, a black screen being able to type commands into. So not really something fancy, but just being able to know that you have multiple servers around the world that can connect to each other. Uh, to show off the, able, the ability to create blocks, create transactions, and visualize accounts, we built an explorer. Uh, so if you go to oneledger.network, uh, you can visualize our explorer. It's an it's it's of the testnet, so it's Kronos, um, and Kronos is the name of our testnet. So um, you'll be able to see Kronos uh, in action and what's going on, on top of that. Um, in addition to that, then the next hurdle was really testing the network and understanding whether or not this network could, uh, would be sufficient to handle handle a significant load. And so we went through about a quarter of load testing. Um, in addition to that, we also wanted to be able to be marketable to enterprises and the common cons common consumer. Uh, so we made sure that we actually got on Google, Google Cloud Platform. So on their on their marketplace, being able to be searched and being able to be found and, and basically spin up a server in, uh, in one click. Um, then finally, we also built a wallet. So now uh, you have the capability of um, 
are running transactions on the network. But not only that, with the wallet, we've also created the ability to do uh, to sell domains. So uh, I was at a conference, Futurist, uh, just a couple of weeks ago here in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And um, this was something actually Vitalik was talking about. Uh, they, they introduced uh, Ethereum naming service. And at the same time, we were looking at each other we're like, oh, we already have that on our wallet. And we're trying to go more along the lines of not just doing Ethereum, being the universal naming service across all the different blockchains. Because once we have interoperability, we can interconnect these two and we have the capability of doing it. So essentially, the, the naming service really is a user-friendly way to commute, to be able to send, send um, uh, currently send OLT or eventually send Ethereum or so on to a person's address. And uh, as, a, as an individual that has, has an account on one ledger, you actually can have multiple different domain names associated to you, like Ali.olt or Scott.olt. And those anybody sending money to those uh, different uh, domains, it will directly be sent to your account. Yeah, I think yeah. that's so so important. I, I I talked about this um, a few months back, actually, about how we need that kind of leap, like the internet did when, you know, like barely anyone now would remember, like that you actually had to type in an IP address to get yeah. to uh, a URL, our, our website. But uh, it's like that that huge jump from, like you said, the interoperability of actually being able to just type in something that you can easily remember and, uh, you know, not a huge amount of characters and numbers that you probably have to copy and paste. There's no way that you could just <laughs> say it to someone and then they write it out. Right. So, yeah, I think that's so, so important. And and when they did that for the Internet, it, it was just a massive leap uh, and so much mass adoption after that. And I think that's, you know, that that's that's next for blockchain. So you talked about domain name services or, or naming services you talked about you guys are going to launch soon what are some i mean maybe you can expand on that or if there's anything else what are some of the other big updates coming out for one ledger in you know the next year or just soon for sure so um we're we're trying to partner with uh, quite a few different uh, technology partners um one of them is called beta uh we've already released a partnership note with them uh their blockchain um sorry, uh, Blockchain and Transportation Association. So what they're actually doing is specifically trying to create uh, um, uh, a, like an interface schema for uh, for blockchain and transportation, so freight and transportation specifically. So they're trying to define the specifications of how blockchain will uh, adapt to those, um, adapt to that uh, industry. Now, we're a participating partner right now with them. Uh, we will be looking to um, be uh, contributing to their location standards as well as their transportation standards. So that's something big on our front. Um, in addition to that, uh, like we did, um, as we did uh, Google Cloud Marketplace, we'll also be trying to partner with other such cloud providers in the future, uh, such that we can be more, have more exposure to um, to the enterprise space plus uh, anybody that wants to launch a node. Um, in addition to that, as part of our interoperability layer, we have something called the Links Engine that we're aggressively working on. Uh, this is the connectivity layer between our protocol and the other protocols like Ethereum, Bitcoin, EOS, and so on. Um, we want to define a specification of our own uh, for interoperability uh, that allows people to easily connect and create their own integrations with these other blockchains. Um, yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of what we're looking at, and I mean that's coming up in the next three to four months. Um, and then also simultaneously, we are talking to enterprises, like I said, in the supply chain, real estate sector, um, and gaming. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So. So what would a future case look like for OneLedger in, you know, supply chain or relevant industries similar to that? 
So I think we build on top of the transportation uh, idea where you have devices in, um, in the transport sector that keep track of things like um, temperature gauges or whether or not you know uh, a particular product has been handled correctly um, and being able to store that information back on the blockchain and so this wouldn't be like I'm not saying store time series data of these type of things because that could get a lot of information on the blockchain but essentially any uh, checkpoints between a transfer of uh, owner sorry transfer ownership of the asset from one uh, from one organization to the other those type of checkpoints should actually be relevant and maybe an aggregated um, um, an aggregate over what temperature, for instance, a particular product was uh, while it was being shipped, uh, just to understand whether or not uh, they're meeting compliance regulations uh, and there's an auditory trail, uh, auditory trail. So those are the types of things that uh, we would be working on in, in supply chain to begin with. Um, one of the other things that we, we have seen a problem with is in these massive organizations, um, especially in supply chain, you have a bunch of different uh, companies that are probably using a system like SAP, so an ERP system uh, that's very much configured to their own organization. And it's not very, uh, it's not very, um, there's not a very easy integration to be done between those two organizations because the way one organization treats its assets and its inventory is completely different than another. Um, being able to give, give that connectivity layer across those different organizations via blockchain and making um, making the data more visible uh, to both um, uh, salespeople on the CRM side as well as operations people in supply chain, uh, that's kind of where, where we would see that be going. That going. Yeah, wow, that's awesome. Um, so we talked a little bit about where it's going in the next little while where do you see one ledger going in the next five years like what is the ideal uh vision for it in the next five years or if that's too far like three years just a, a more long-term vision i think everybody that would everybody think about blockchain thinks it's going to be um it it's it's changing very very rapidly there's so many new entrants into the into the space trying new and different things i think it has the potential to explode the way the internet did um it definitely has that um uh like a web 3.0 uh type uh feeling right where you went from your initial internet stages where you know you're doing email and things like that and your internet 2.0 is looking at more uh social media and so on i think uh, the, the next phase is blockchain and how it controls the web and the interactions on, interactions on the web. We just need to be able to build the tools that allow people to be successful on blockchain networks. Uh, and so that's what we're doing right now. So I really do think that it will explode like the internet. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And 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 like we were just saying with naming services, I think it'll take that same sort of uh, that same sort of path that the internet did when it evolved. Um, so is your team going to be at any uh, upcoming events soon? What, what What's that look like for, for calendar-wise? So right now, um, we're participating, like I said, with Beta. So a lot of the Beta events, the meetups, and so on, we'll be attending those. Um, and that organization's massive. It's got uh, a bunch of different uh, enterprises that are available, uh, like FedEx, UPS, USPS, and so on. Um, but in addition to that, we'd probably be just hitting up the major events. So I think the next major one we'd probably be doing is consensus next year. But for the time being, for this year, there's not a lot slotted in except for the enterprise events like Beta. Okay. All right. Well, uh, where where can everyone go to learn more about One Ledger and, and where can they follow? Um, like, what what's the handle that they can follow on social? So definitely hit up OneLedger.io because there's a lot of information on our 
on our uh, website with regards to what we're doing with our wallet, what we've done with our our network nodes on on uh, GCP, as well as you know a lot of information that we try to do, we try to put it on our, our website first. In addition to that, you can hit us up on, on Twitter at One Ledger Tech and on Telegram at One Ledger Tech. Awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we uh, end this off? No, I mean like that's 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 everything on my on my side. I think that you know uh, blockchain is kind of the future of technology. It integrating with AI as well as IoT systems is kind of where things are going. Um, smart cities are also looking at uh, blockchain as being the infrastructure layer of how they communicate. So I really uh, honestly think that's the next uh, that's the leap that we're going for. Yeah, absolutely. So people don't miss out. Gotta go and check out One Ledger and. Um, and you know, stay updated with everything that's going on. Thank you again so much for for coming on and doing this interview. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, definitely go check out One Ledger, everyone. Thanks for having me, man. Cheers. Bye.